You know what? We're going to skip the intro because this is take two. <laughs> we usually one take Jake, but uh, I fucked up this time. So, <laughs> welcome to the Afterthought Air podcast. Look, at least we're not one tap pat. Right, right. One tap pat. <laughs> boy Zeta Mind TV. I know what you boy saucy. Yeah, we're doing this on take Gonna scramble it up a little bit. Y'all to laugh y'all ass off if y'all to saw this live. Um, yeah. For those seeing yeah. this live today, uh, <laughs> more power to you, more power to you. Um, <laughs> we gonna mix it back up. You know, we gonna start off. We gonna start off with our last discussion, where we were talking about pre-ordering and affirming. Like I said your boy took a couple L's. Battlefield and Fallout seventy six. I'm is Wonderland. The question was, how was, how is the fear of missing out affecting Let's soft take it off. Boss take it away with what his thought was, if you would go there. Yeah, no, pre-ordering is just, it's too much of a hassle now. It's, it's kind of pointless because like, you, uh, you pre-order this? Yeah, yeah, you pre-order, guess what? Day of Joss, free on Game Pass. Screw right, you. right. No, I'm good, and I, I feel like I'm in the same boat too. Like there are two games that I found today because I've been out hunting, and oh. I was really looking for them. Go ahead. Hold on. Oh I'm keep, uh, I'm, no, it's not the same type of game. Never mind. I was about to okay. talk about a game, but not the same. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I found two games out that I've been clamoring for for months. I got the King of Fighters 15. And I got Elix 2 now. King of Fighters 15 was still going for top dollar on Xbox digitally. Um, Elix 2, everywhere I found it online, they wanted top dollar for it pretty much. They wanted $40. Um, I go to GameStop, and they didn't have it at my usual location, but the steel yard had it for 30 So I go to pick up Little Man. We go down to GameStop. And not only could I pick that up for half the price, but I also was able to pick up King of Fighters for the 30 well, now, FOMO, fear missing out, would have caused me to pay $65 a piece for those. But because I waited, I kind of felt like I got a better, a better deal on both. I spent like, that's some of my dollars on. But, <laughs> but, uh. And you didn't just get two games. Oh, no, I got, dude, I got Tekken 4 today. Um, Ooh. oh, oh, we can go through the pickups. I want to do a pickup. But, um. Oh, yeah. I picked right. up some gems, you know. I even got uh, American Psycho on Blu-ray, which I didn't even know existed. So what? Yeah, American I, Psycho or being on Blu-ray? American Psycho being on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so I I picked up some gems today. So uh, I might do a uh, I might do a a pickup video. I've never done one of those. But um, so yeah, I mean, I just kind of feel like the fear of missing out what catches people. They want to be the first ones to have something. And, you know, it's just kind of, depending on the game, like, if it's something that matters to you, I just feel like it's, if it's something that is like, well, I want to be the first to get, I don't, I don't think it's worth it anymore. I honestly think pre-ordering a waste of time. Because even Call of Duty stopped doing special editions, if you really think of it. They don't do the special yeah, editions. No, like just, no. It's, it's not worth, it's really just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Stop pre-ordering games. 
That way it makes it easier for you guys to vote with your wallets and you can actually get honest opinion. Not just a bunch of people who like to stay on these companies' good sides, preview and give it all the compliments. Games ass we get. <laughs> you know. I fall for that too. Follow, you know what? Look up Angry Joe. I haven't started doing reviews yet, but in the meantime, look up Angry Joe because he's been blacklisted by most, most of the companies for telling the truth. So <laughs> he gets my vote. <laughs> Angry, Joe. Angry Joe? You never heard of Angry Joe? I don't think I have. Oh, man. You got to look him up on YouTube. as fuck. I've been following him since like the three. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah, like he got blacklisted by EA for uh, all, this, all the slandering of the sports game. They make money. <laughs> like, they don't send him no review copies in. Shit is hilarious. Oh wow! Yeah, he's blacklisted. He wanted them. He wanted them people. Oh yeah, okay. he he tells the entire truth. Entire fuck. And then his reviews I ain't be got funny. No fucks to give. Oh. Like like you'll get a thirty minute review and they got like acted out skits and shit. The shit. Shit is hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, he does Just movies Remember Crossfire X Optic. Oh, Crossfire. Still and they still, still got it on Game Pass. It's like, why? You bought Call of Duty. Grab that shit, take it off the market. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm actually, going, I'm actually going through that right now. I'm going to play me some Boyfriend Dungeon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of fun. Going back to our previous topic. Uh, Battlefield 2042 is finally playable. I don't know what they fixed a lot of stuff in a good only issue is I kill it. I have the time to kill. But uh, other than that, the game? And um, Conquest Exodus mode? They gave us what we wanted. Just don't pay full price for it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Catch it in the bargain bin, my friends. Catch it in the bargain bin. Don't do it. Uh, Overwatch 2 did a survey. Covered that. Um, they were gauging. Some people think that they're going to be like forty-five dollars skins because of the survey. I just kind of see. I think that Blizzard's trying to game where they can charge people. I hope that they don't do forty-five dollars skins, even though the games play. But I kind of, I think they're kind of just trying to game. Did the X Cloud update? Forgot what I said about it before, so I'm just saying it again. Um, xCloud had an update where they got a lot of good things coming. They added more titles to the cloud-based uh, system. As you all know, this is the last console generation. Far, far as maybe I'll give them two more two more cycles before they just end consoles all together because everybody's going to follow Microsoft footprint like they did with the Connect. Connect was first, like I said before. So yeah, they're just. Uh, once Xbox Game Pass as a digital format gets off the ground, there are going to be a lot more companies following suit. Want to get a Nintendo, uh, a Nintendo app and a Sony app? It's coming. I think it's not. Actually, maybe not Nintendo, but Sony is definitely going to follow suit. Well, Sony's about to be bought out anyway, so it's all just going to be the same anyway. Right, right. So yeah, let's get into our wrestling news. Let me pull up this. Uh-huh. Um. Here it comes. Ooh, boy. 
Um, let me start by saying something positive. Let me start by saying something positive. He walked away from the match? The card was actually decent. I will give him that. That that card before that main event was fire as fuck. As far as Ring of Honor, as far as um uh, Ring of Honor, well no, it was an MLW Impact event. So the event was was um done by Jim Crockett Promotions. They had Jim Crockett Promotions all over it, which was great because you know Ric Flair. If you don't know Ric Flair, you don't know wrestling. Let's start there. And Jim Crockett was one of his biggest territories. So, they had the branding, you know, the old set, everything. Um, the match card, this was like a Ring of Honor event or hack pay-per-view. This would have been a pretty decent. Um, I just kind of feel like what happened with Flair, kind of, you know, no kind of. What happened with Ric Flair's match entire card, I feel. Hey, uh, what's your opening? We'll see Mike. I, I was just happy to see Mike back at it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, but I mean, I, uh, I really don't have anything to say about this. I really don't want to say anything about it. I'm gonna feel fucking horrible if I do. Oh, uh, well, we gotta, we gotta get, gotta get the. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I know, I know, I know. How did it look? Well, it was an embarrassment. We're like, just going to go with the main card because I was kind of ass. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. I, I also feel like they could have been better just having him sit inside of a rocking chair reading a book. I kind of feel like uh, the show would have been better if it was just a Ric Flair tribute show. Like, have him in the crowd or have but, him on commentary and just let the young guys come out and turn out. Like I said, him sitting in a rocking chair reading a book would have been better than actually seeing him wrestle. I, I felt pretty much sad. We could barely walk. We're going we gonna to get to that match. Too. Yeah, this is a couple. So, we had the opening match for the main card. Um... We had the Motor City Machine Guns and the American Wolves, two teams that have never faced each other, going at it. And they put on a pretty decent they, Well, Actually, it was a good match. It was a good match. Um, The I timing was correct. There was that. It's that one. I may, have, I may have missed that one. Well, I mean, it was, it was tag team specialists doing their thing. Motor machine guns, the high flying and everything else. Bulls with their technical cloud and the styles matched well. The Motor City Machine Guns won. I'm not the booker. <laughs> but uh it's just a testament to Impact Wrestling's dojo and how they train the wrestlers because that's Impact Talent. A lot of people don't know that. But yeah, it was two teams trained that winner thing. It was a good opener. Definitely set the tone for most of the night. But we don't get there. Um, and the reason I was shocked tonight, we're going to get to SmackDown, too. But um, 
the match following that was Killer was Killer Cross versus Davy Boy Smith. Um, I kind of felt like that was the low point of the night. I don't think it was the match. We gonna just go in the order of all right here because I can't remember the exact order. But yeah, we had Killer Cross versus Davy Boy Smith. Um, I kind of felt like it was it slowed down the night a little bit, but um. You know, Killer Cross does what he does best. And, you know, Davey, Davey Boy Smith still showing that he has what it takes in the ring. Uh, how do you feel about that match? I actually was not too upset about it. It was very pleasant to watch. It was... I was glad seeing Cross wrestle. Oh, yeah, of I course. always enjoy watching him wrestle. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. <laughs> It's always good to see Killer Cross. Wherever you see Killer Cross. Don't get to that. I'm not going to get to this. You're here on that, please. My fault, bro. My fault, bro. It just it caught me way off guard. It caught me way off guard. This wasn't on the homework agenda list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had Jonathan Gresham, Alan Angels. Uh, Kasuke Takashita and Nick Wayne, who is 17, mind you. This kid is still Wait. in high school. Is he only 17? Yeah, Nick Wayne was 17. Who won this match? Which is great oh, for man. his career. Great for his career. He is still in high school on a card with Ric Flair. Who can say that? You know, we're getting invited to all the parties. And he was hanging with with some of the best in the world. Especially Jonathan Gresham. You know, Jonathan Gresham has been on a whole nother level. He's been on a whole nother level. So, I mean, kudos to Nick Wayne. He really was the throwout for me as far as this match goes. Um... Everybody else just hit the nail on the head as they do best. Island Angel obviously leaving AEW out with something to prove. Um, and, uh, no surprise, Jonathan Gresham win this match. Of course he does. Oh, but, uh, like, I, that kid, Island Angels, man, keep, keep an eye out for that guy. Got it. He can, if he can get his time and the stuff down packed to set, you're going to see him. I was very surprised. I feel like you could see him on a major show by the time he's nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. I wouldn't even be surprised if if he keeps doing what he's doing. By the time he's nineteen, he'll be on a major label show. If if he decides to go that route, definitely, definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if performance finishes up. Like, he was that good. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if you see him on NXT or as security for one of the wrestlers on the show. Like, you know, I I don't know WWE or anything has a law on how old somebody has to be because of insurance reasons. Could be eighteen, they have to be. Well, they have so, to be. Uh, they have to be eighteen. But uh, the way they got the program running, as far as NXT, they look for those collegiate athletes and get in the mold them and college and stuff. Like, Triple H was just actually, Triple H was awesome. He was just talking about 
And after he broke it down, like, I have no quarrels with NXT as far as the program that it is. Because he said that even if they don't want to stay at NXT and they want to go do something else, they still have that WWE banner on them and it's free advertising for the regardless of where they go. So when you look at it from that standpoint, they ain't broke no fix. Sure. Then, uh, sometimes you just got to kick it. Right. Then we had the Legacy Tag Team match. We had Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson representing the Four Horsemen going against the Rock and Roll Express, which was, um, I can't think of the name right now, but it was him and his son because one of the Rock and Roll Express members. I mean, they're getting up there. <laughs> These guys have been going hard since the 70s. So they're getting up there. Uh, but I mean, Brian Pillman and Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson win. Uh, Brock Anderson, though, he's really uh, stepped it up. I was actually surprised. <coughs> uh, Spine Buster Galore. But uh, I thought I, I saw that. may not have been at work, uh, so I yeah, probably yeah. missed that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was what it was supposed to be. Uh, it was a very physical match. Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson, you know, everybody doesn't know, Brian Pillman was a member of the Horsemen. I thought he was. So, no wrestling history there, so it, w- it was nice to see the two kids carry on that legacy for one night. Then we had a match that I was excited to see. Uh, Bandito having his second match back, um, this is last injury. He had Ray Phoenix versus Bandito versus the Laredo Kid versus Black Taurus. And boy, if this match wasn't exciting. <laughs> uh, I think this is the match of the night, right, babe? Bandito. Uh, that was definitely match of the night. Um, Black Toru showed his ass, but also. Spanked that ass. Pause, 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 pause. Uh, <laughs> I had to catch that. I'm sorry. Nah, dog, too late. Too late. <laughs> but yeah, Black Toru's put on the killing. Him, of course, him being the big man of the match against all these high flyers. But, uh, Ray Phoenix took it, which I'm not even mad about that. Um, Ray Phoenix, if you've never seen Lucha Underground, I suggest you watch uh, AEW. He is the real-life brother of Pentagon Jr., for those who don't know. But, uh, Most yeah. people don't even know who yeah. that is. Pentagon Jr.? If you don't even know who that is, watch AEW. I know I talk a lot of shit about it. It sounded like a baseball. It deserves a watch. Uh, <laughs> it definitely deserves a watch. But, yeah, Ray Phoenix and, uh, you know, if they put on a killer, Ray Phoenix took hard. Then we had another match that caught me off guard. I didn't even know it was on the card. We had the Samoan Werewolf from MLW, your boy Jacob Fatu, going against the Impact World Champion, Josh Alexander. And they killed it. They killed it. But... It was took out. It ended by disqualification. Uh, 
Pardon me, but I forgot who uh, who got him disqualified. What's up? Oh, it was uh Brian Myers and uh and uh your boy uh who will you know it? Matt Cordona. Boy, <laughs> Matt Cordona. Talking like I like him or something. Hey, <laughs> it's my nemesis. And Brian Myers, the Edgeheads, back together again. Uh, <laughs> take it out. Take up Fatu because we're mad we're not on the card. But. We're mad. We're going to make your life pity now. From a Brr. business, from a business standpoint, you have two of the top, two top wrestlers from both companies going at it for the impact. Gotta make them look strong. A lot of people was like, fuck this. Winner. Gotta let you, gotta keep the champion strong. Jacob Fatu was on his way back to the top of MW. Das Alexander is the Impact World Champion. What do you do when you book yourself into a corner? Fuck finish. All wins every time. So, <laughs> but those two, they tore the house down beforehand, man. I was like, oh, I'm sitting here with my girl. I'm like, oh, you get to see a Jacob Fatu match. That's Alexander being smaller in the two still held his own. It, it was it was it was definitely don't 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 get me angry. It was definitely what you missed it. That one too. Yeah. Uh, no. Gotta go watch it. No, no okay. I didn't miss it. I uh, I want somebody else to win. Uh, who's who's you want to win? If you were to book the, who, you, who who would you book to win? Probably. That's... No, no, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave you thinking about it. Me and Jacob, Fox you know me well enough. I would, I would you have had well to. Oh, you would want to, uh, Josh Alexander. You know me well enough. You should oh, know. Man, I know. I know. I, know. Yeah. I would have wanted Jacob Fatu because uh, Jacob Fatu needs a. Not that MLW is not a major company. I would never say that MLW is not a company. I'm an avid watcher of MLW. I watch it whenever I can. It's on YouTube. Right? No, it's not to watch. It. But exactly. I would have sitting loved, on the pooper and watch a watch a match or two. Right, I would have loved Jacob Fatu to win. Move to a televised company. I would have mm-hmm. loved that because, if y'all don't know, that's the yeah. other that's the other oos. The other other oos does have that family lineage, and the fact that he's not and it is my choice. I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like MLW is holding the back. He chooses to stay loyal to MLW. Um, but for them not to, they, for them Use not him to, properly. yeah, for him not to be on the televised, the televised company, it's just a shame to his entering work. I mean, that's just my opinion. Then we had the Von Erics versus them boys. Oh, Eric's. Oh my god. Oh yeah, no, no, not, yeah. not No, 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 not, 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 not the old people, Von Eric's. We're talking about Terry's kids. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the, the new, the new generation of Von Eric's. This is why I say everybody should watch MLW. So we had the Von Eric's versus them boys, the Briscoes. And when I say, <laughs> that's gonna be the theme of this entire segment. The card was great, but that main event bored on uh, these they had some great matches at this event. I got tired with the bed, woke up and finished it like it it was some great matches at this event and then um 
you know, the Briscoes and Von Erics tore it down. The Von Erics been tearing it down to NLW for the long. Uh, if you don't know the Briscoes, you don't know wrestling. I'm just yeah, say that right there. Like, if you don't know about them boys, you're doing yourself a disservice. Okay. They've wrestled nothing but the best and they've made a name for themselves. And, uh, Vince is probably kicking himself in his ass for not signing them. Oh, you like know that. it. I'll just leave it at that. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they Look, had a. I'll say it now. If them and Triple H are not within talking terms at the moment, there, there's some issues. But is the WWE ready for a Briscoe's? They say what they yes. want, when they want, and they do what the fuck they want. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I know we TV 14, but uh, how do we book the Briscoe's? <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? You, you're right on that aspect. You're right. I don't think they're ready to open up that door yet. Not quite. Not quite. Um, you want for the bidding door? Yeah, sure. Not so much more for the bidding anymore. Now more so <laughs> just taboo. Yeah, it's yeah, just taboo. Yeah. It's just a matter of but time. Don't Matter of time before they say some shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, because they just talk. They talk yeah, bad yeah. shit. When I got out of business. Talk shit about the about FDR, the Hardys. They was aiming at every tag team on the internet with little vignettes. Oh yeah, they were. They was firing shots at everybody. I'm looking at ready for the best. And the only people that could probably they, hang with them is the Viking uh, Viking Raiders. Because they've wrestled uh, them before. I could give it to them, yeah. No, uh, but I mean, I as far so. as main yeah. roster goes, yeah, they, you know what? I would love to see the Briscoes go against Mustache Mountain. I think that would be entertaining. Oh, that'd be hilarious. And uh, the Briscoes going against one of the big W. Team. I think the Creed brothers can hang with them. I think so. They, they really I, I, think, I think Dawkins and Ford could. I know the Usos. You know what? The Briscoes versus you know the, the Usos. Usos. Briscoes versus the Usos. Brothers versus brothers. Now that shit. That'd be a match. I, I would I would enjoy that. I, I doubt that would definitely be a match. But uh, the Von Eriks beat the Briscoes. Like I told you, the Von Eriks been on one for the past two years now. Why they not champs yet is me. Von Eriks go oh. over the Briscoes. We already know why. Yeah. And then we had Jordan Grace versus Deanna Perrazzo or Rachel Ellery. For the, that was uh, for towards the end, right? Yeah, that was that was the match before. Yeah. Class. Uh, yeah, of course, I didn't catch the I didn't catch the last two because I was working. Of course, uh, Big Mama Pump run it again. Big Mama Pump takes the belt home. She's still your Impact Women's Champion. All right, I still can't stop laughing at that. All right, <laughs> Big it's Mama Pump. Name. Yeah, Big it's Mama Pump. Just a funny name. <laughs> uh, now it's time to talk about this main event. Oh my God. Um, great storyline building to it. Ric Flair wants to wrestle his last match. He brings on Jay Lethal to help get him back in the ring shape. Jay Lethal gets upset because, you know, he wants to be on the show. Ric Flair's good enough. 
Uh, Elito... I would say good enough. Yeah, no, he would. I mean, it's just for care. No, Jay, Jay Lethal put in that work. Ever since uh, he was I Black McKee's Mo, ooh, yeah. Sunglasses. <laughs> Jay Lethal puts in that work. Um, But, I mean, True. you know, he leaves Ric Flair aside. This was bound to happen. That should have been happening. Y'all remember the war off, one of the biggest segments in Impact history. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, that's what we label it as. That's what they call it. Uh, cool. I really wish, I really wish there was a better name for it though. It's amazing. But, um, he joins, obviously, Ric Flair's opponent is Jeff Jarrett. If you know anything, Jeff Jarrett was trained by Jay Lawler. And Jay Lawler and Ric Flair don't like each other too much in real life. Got a little, no. little animosity. Um, uh, so. A little. <laughs> so, uh, so, are we really sugarcoating it? <laughs> yeah, we gonna sugarcoat it. <laughs> Alright. So, Jeff Jarrett steps up to put Ric Flair out of his misery. Unfortunately, that's kind of what happened. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, that's kind of what happened. No, so, Jeff, honest, I'm just gonna say it now and I'll reiterate it again. I'm just happy to see Mike back. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like to nail commentary. Um. So Jay Lethal joins forces with Ric Flair. Who does Ric Flair turn to in his desperate time of need? His son-in-law, Andrade. <laughs> Which don't get me wrong, Andrade is phenomenal wrestling. That's not what's making me laugh about. Okay. What's making me laugh about this entire match is every time Ric Flair gets in the ring, Ric Flair gets out the ring, the match speeds back up. And I understand you got to protect Ric Flair. I understand this is a 76-year-old man who really shouldn't be doing this anymore. No. Trying to go out the way he wants. But you got to give him that respect, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did it. He's tough as shit. I'll never say he's not tough. He comes out in the white and purple robe. Very iconic. First time you've seen that robe since the fucking NWA era. Yeah. Comes out in iconic purple robe with the original World Heavyweight Champion. No, just Flair being Flair. Guy's wearing a t-shirt because he doesn't like the way his body looks. He is a little bit self-conscious. Uh, yeah, sure. always has been. It's Rick. But when you can barely walk to the ring, barely get in the ring, I don't see... I just kind of feel like oh. that just brung okay. the whole shout off. It was Ric Flair's last match, but it was definitely his worst match. And it's sad to even say that. Then he gets colored. And for those who don't know, that's Mark turn for Busted Open. He gets colored during his match because, you know, it's not a Ric Flair match without, a bl- without blood. It's just, man, those guys, they protected the best they could, but that match looked like 
it's kind of like waste of money to see it. And it's kind of sad because the level of talent leading up to that main event. That's all I really pretty much can say about it. Ric Flair went out in a blaze of glory. And uh, this will definitely be talked about on Wrestling With Regret. Uh, <laughs> it's going yeah, out of history. If it's not, I'll be surprised. Or Dark Side of the Ring. But uh, yeah, it was just, it was just yeah, it was it was a lot. It was definitely. Yeah, I could see Dark Side of the Ring. But uh, moving on to more wrestling stuff. Raw happened after SummerSlam. You can go watch our SummerSlam on the YouTube and it's on all your podcast platforms. It's holy shit, Batman. Holy SummerSlam, Batman. Gotta keep. But um, we get the results of SummerSlam, man. Alfie, did we get any good big returns on Monday? Um, no. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Io Shirai had her match in the end of it. Yeah, we had Io Shirai's first match, and actually, it was it was pretty decent. For those who don't know, Io Shirai this is her first time on the main roster, so of course there were some. Yes, no, Eel Sky is <laughs> You know, of course she's gonna have some first. First of all, it's the first match on the main roster. It's the main event, and she's going against the champion. So of course there's gonna be some nervousness. Saw a lot of that throughout the first half, but as the match went on, saw her get more and more comfortable, and she was able to hold her on and uh, finish. Oh. Of course, uh, Bailey, Yo, and Dakota Kai are there to wreck shit. Bears. Um, Bianca's teaming up with Alexa Bliss. Bianca's teaming up with Alexa Bliss and, uh. Becky, right? No, no, Becky's injured, that's right. Becky's injured. It was Oscar. Oscar. I, I, t- I called that shoulder injury, though. Oh yeah, we, yeah, we already we knew that that we it was it was obvious, definitely obvious. They wrote her off, the replaced her with Alexa Bliss and Oscar, and uh, they're gonna have a triple. Obviously, there's a triple six women tag team match coming with this, give or take. We see any more surprises? Um, because you know we have the rumor that Sasha's coming back. Tell me, rumor the joint bloodline, which we'll see, we'll see. Uh, take it with a grain of salt. Again, again, it would be the most understandable way to go for her right now. Pretty much, pretty much. Gonna be healed. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a pretty All decent, right. uh, Raw was pretty decent on Monday. Post, uh, Triple H taking off. The well-needed change in scenery. Got a whole bunch of change. I want to hurt. Again. All showed up. They beat the Mysterios because the was. Uh, <laughs> are the Usos just unstoppable at this point? And basically, I mean, who they, who who's left? You know, I've been thinking for like the past week, who is left? I I don't think anybody. 
I, I've I, no, no, no. The the Viking Raiders might be the only people. Yeah, I'm thinking. Because I think they're really just the only people they haven't gone up against. Uh, I, I kind of feel like you know, Usos. I mean, the Vikings ready to step up. They are on both shows. Kind of feel like. So moving forward, um, lost my name. There we go. NXT happened, and they definitely shook some shit up. Some stuff got shook up in a good way. They opened with the uh, with the the tag team match for the tag team championship. They opened with it, and uh, Katana Chance, Toxic Attraction, Ivy Nail, Tatum Paxley, uh, Ulisa Leon, Valentina Flores, uh, uh, Flores, Faraz. I don't know. Uh, they used to. It sounds like that. It's it's killing me. I'm sorry, guys. But uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter finally get their flowers after years of teaming together, after years of making it work, after years of working and busting their ass. Caden Carter and Katana Chance, formerly Caitlyn Katzaro, finally get the women's NXT champion championship. Finally get they just. How do you feel about? Hey, let's go. Just desserts. Oh, yeah. That's definitely, mm. definitely. Uh, Speaking of desserts, I'm going to make me some brownies tonight. Good, bro. No more brownies. Oh, no more brownies? Oh. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. We don't do that around here. Okay. Um, Carmelo Hayes was there. Carmelo Hayes had an open challenge. Yeah, who was coming up? Somebody else beat us to the punch and ran past. Oh, yeah. Da Vinci. My boy, Fabian Eichner. I'm Da Vinci. I can't think of the name right now because it's so weird to say. He was coming out the challenge. Carmelo Hayes for the North American Championship. And he was interrupted by the new guy. Ran right past him during his entrance because he was busy looking at the camera. Carmelo Hayes whooped that ass. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I can't say this enough. There's not a bad thing I can say about Melo. Melo don't miss. Melo don't miss. He's ready for the main roster. He is main roster ready. Put that boy on SmackDown. He can run his mouth like nobody else and he got the skills to back it up. Nah, they need him on Raw. I say SmackDown. There's a bloodline running Raw right now. The bloodline running everything. Yeah, they are running everything, but uh, I think Fury got it covered on Raw. <laughs> Let Melo shine on SmackDown. That's why I'm <laughs> saying no. Let him go to Raw. Let him smack Theory around, please. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Um, Then we had the sit-down. LeBron Breaker and J.D. McDevin. McDenna. McDevin? Jordan, De- Jordan Devlin, damn it. Can we stop changing names? Jordan Devlin. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to get confused, okay? But yeah, it's JD McDonough now. Uh, they had, they sit down. So many times. Right, on, right, right. But uh, he had his sit down. 
is let me find it. I gotta find WWE.com. I'll find some action. Um, you want yeah, actual that results? What kind of monster are you? <laughs> yeah, they had a. Uh, what the hell? I can't even find. This great so yeah, There you go. That's. That's. Nathan Fraser beat Carmel, beat uh, beat the old boy to the punch. That was Nathan Fraser. I forget about him a lot because he only shows up like one. Blue Moon. All right, he, he takes the L from Carmelo Hayes. Oh yeah, J. Oh yeah, J. D. McDonough signs the blood blood his contract for NXT Heatwave. That's the next takeover event coming. I don't know if it's going to be on. He caught quite yet, or on the USA. Hey, this next event, Eddie McDonough versus the boy Braun Breaker. It's going to be interesting. JD got the skills, even though he's smaller than Braun, he got the skills to kind of keep. Hmm. I feel like, yeah, he, he definitely going to be a scrappy fella. Yeah, but uh, is he? I mean, is it time? So here's my question: Is it time for Brian Breaker to chase? I don't know if that caught it. Man. Is it time for Brian Breaker to chase him? No. Yes. No. Um. Mm-mm. No. I mean, I kind of feel like, but I think he just needs to go main roster or even call it a day. Going I kinda, to one of the factions, be a little stable hand boy for a couple day for a couple months. Get I the kinda, fucking boundaries, get the ropes, get his footing, and then break out. I kind of feel like he, uh, they're protecting him. You think so? You think they're babying him? Here's why: How many matches has he had as being champion? Like he's technically a part-time mm. champion. He's barely on TV wrestling anything. He's talking a lot. But coming off the top of my head, I can only count maybe five, maybe six matches he's had since he's been champion. Which says a lot. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. That's That's really not a lot, is it? Oh, and it's kind of crazy when the undercard is putting more and more of a quality product than your champion. Look at all the work Solo Sokoa is doing. Look at all the work Carmelo yeah. Hayes is doing. Hell, Wesley's even stepped in. I hate to even admit it. Von Wagner and uh, the other one I can't fucking stand. Gunther? Uh, no, not, no, not Gunther. Thought you couldn't stand Gunther, though. Eh. After he explained why Chase is. What's the guy's name? The annoying guy with the boxers. I can't think of I can't think Jason Grayson Waller. Yeah, there you go. Grayson Waller. Even him. That, that's, that's how insignificant he is. You're right. That's right, right, right. <laughs> that goes to show he's not impressive at all. But uh, even he's had, you know, a decent showing. Him and Van Wagner both. Because that match between Van Wagner. 
It's uh so solo Sokoa fucking crazy. Even though Solo won, because he should have. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know. That's uh crazy. But uh That's pretty nuts though. Okay, no, that's just But yeah, so um I don't know, I kinda feel like Brian Breaker needs to chase the title. I kinda feel like he's not quite ready yet. I just feel like he has the image down, has the promo skills kinda down, because his promo skills. But uh um, he, he he's definitely not a tune in next on Right, like he's with a retard. Yeah, like he's he. Ooh, we can't say that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bleep that out. He's slow. He's slow. He is a slow speaker. Yeah, if very, you look it up. Very. If you look it up, it means being slow. But Not uh, right. But um, I don't know. I just kind of feel like he just needs a little bit more time. I think he needs some time away. I think some time away would be good for him, so he can go back to the performance. Ask a little few out. Time, time away. Come on, laddie, he barely even have time there. <laughs> Pretty much. So why not use that time? <laughs> why not use that time he isn't there? <laughs> More constructively. By getting him in better ring shape. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's time for Brian to that championship. And uh, J.D. McDonough is definitely the right guy for Thomas, because we'll forget, he still never lost Cruiserweight Championship. He got injured. He's still technically a Cruiserweight Champion. Yeah, he can, he can get the job there. Plus, I love his finisher. It's so simplistic, yet so devastating. Devil inside. Yeah. <laughs> that shit is awesome. All right, okay. <laughs> Can't deny that. Then we had Mandy Rose versus Saray. Um, oh, as her kickoff match, leading into her match against uh, Zoe Stark at Heatwave. Um, Mandy's dropping the title. Toxic Attraction has had to go long enough. It's time for them to chase the titles. They didn't win the tag team titles back, and so after Mandy loses the title. Uh, for toxic attraction to be on, put some new talent step. That's if they don't come to the main roster. I, you know what? If they're gonna put you know multiple females in a group now instead of just two, yes, go ahead. I think toxic attraction would be good for the main roster. As long as they don't get that deep title run like they had on NXT. But them just being a nuisance backstage and fucking shit up kind of feel like fit that mold so well. And you can put the title on them. I'm not saying never give them championships. Put the title on them at some point. But just don't give them. Don't do it right out the gate. Yeah, like don't give them that six month reign of them holding all the gold, which was damaging their character on NXT anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but them popping up but every hey, now and then. Man, didn't give a rat's hootie. 
Right, right, right. So Mandy Rose uh, defeats Saray, which is a shame to Saray. It's Saray. She's awesome. That was pretty. Then we had. Yeah. Then we had Duke Hudson, who I forgot worked there. (laughs) We had Duke Hudson versus Axiom, which is supposed to be like their new masked wrestler. I don't even know who's under the mask, but they're doing a pretty good job. Axiom is one. They're having a little feud with Duke Hudson. Because he's wearing a mask. And I hate wrestlers with masks. That, that, that old testament. Um, oh. was pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, then we had a storyline that just keeps getting better. With all the twists and turns. We had the D'Angelo family going against the Creed Brothers for the NXT Tag Team Championship. That was the main event of the evening, if I'm right. Uh, that was the No, that wasn't the main event of the evening. It was up there, though. And your boy, Tony D. Tony D'Angelo. Almost won, but who comes back after being gone for weeks? Vatos Exabar. Fuck it all up. <laughs> After NK Fade, Tony D put him in the hospital. All of a sudden, the family is doing great. You know, Mendoza and uh, the other guy. Uh, Zach, Zach, Zach Wing Wild. Uh, helping out Tony D best they can because uh, Santos asking, but this is about to be a blowout if there ever was one. Like, this storyline just keeps getting better. And usually by now, storylines get dry. But there's been so many, like, twists and turns and turn of events and people leaving and coming back. And it's it's just been crazy. I can't wait to see. Uh, You're telling me you weren't expecting it just a wee bit? Huh? Said you're telling me you were not expecting it, not even just a wee bit. No, it really wasn't. Not, not, Not so soon. Not so soon. I was okay. expecting them to drop it off and then pick it back up at some point, but to give it some air to breathe. You know, just just to make it the impact. The impact could have hit a little harder. But I was actually shocked. You know, they put they pulled they pulled that ripcord on it. Let Santos come back in, mix it up a little bit. Three brothers get to keep a championship in a continuation of a good storyline. They have chemistry. They definitely have that chemistry. Tony D'Angelo's really stepped it up lately. First, I was skeptical, yes. but like he made a believe. See what happens. What happens. Then we had Joe Gacy with the triad with the uh, dyad versus Josh Briggs and Fallon Henry. Um. Oh no! It was, oh, it was, G- it was Joe Gacy versus Brooks Jensen. My fault. Yeah, their managers are really inside. Um. Gacy won the match. I also feel like that Joe Gacy is main roster ready. By himself. Let me reiterate, by himself. I, 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 I can agree with that. So, I mean, all we can do is wait to see what happens. Let's see how he happens. <laughs> At this point, 
anything happened in the WWE. They're really living up to that. But uh, I kind of feel like Carmelo Hayes and Joe Gacy, we'll see you on the main roster soon enough. Then we had Alba Fire versus Lash Legends. Alba Fire obviously won. I can't say this enough. Lash Legends needs she needs a little bit more time in the others. Not ready. Looked green as hell again. I don't know if she's just not catching it, she's hitting it, or if they see something to her that we don't, but uh, yeah. Alba Fire is doing, um, that's Kaylee Ray for those who don't know. Alba Fire is doing the best she can to kind of make this legend look like a threat, but at the end of the day, she just keeps getting. How that one? Possibly there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just trying to put words in the. Thoughts into words. Thoughts into words. Sorry, it's been a long day. I've been out in the sun all day. I feel it. Trust me. I had a hot ass in service. <sighs> all sleeves and a tie. All black uh, No. Yes. The confines of a nine to five. <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible. Uh, oh, you were saying? <laughs> you were saying? I can't even put thoughts into words right now. That lash is just she's green. She got a long way to go. But that's kinda what NXT is for, but uh she needs to be taken off camera. She she reminds me of Poe walking up the stairs. Um, then we had the Falls Count Anywhere match. Match even my girl was waiting to see. Everybody loves us. Come on. Yeah, Solo Sokoa versus Ben Wagner in a false count anywhere match. But Robert Stone, aka Robbie E. To take y'all back a little <laughs> Bro. Oh my stop. god. <laughs> <He's not. laughs> But uh, this match was this match lived up to the hype. It was everything it was supposed to be. The boy Salas Cole whooped that ass. But uh, yeah, him and Val Wagner put on a decent match, very decent. And I often say this about Val Wagner, but the personality of the two by four. I mean, that's giving it. That's giving some credit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Keep it hundred. That's giving them some fucking credit. Yeah, I give them some credit because I mean, hey, it was all over that arena. It was in the parking lot. It was in catering. Nobody got through in a dumpster. <laughs> that sandwich looked really good. Very sad. <laughs> that I did not get to eat it. Yeah, they they uh, yeah. they they killed it. Um, and it was a good way to end the show. Very good way. It was to a end phenomenal the show. way. Yeah, it was, uh, it's not something you see on a daily. Not for NXT, rather. Oh, God, no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, I said it was a solid show. But again, Blaze is back as head of creative, so. That also counts for NXT. Yes, it does. 
Oh, so we we get to see what finally get to see what happens. Finally get to see. Um, uh, moving on to SmackDown. Pull up that card. And to think, we said we were going to be fast. <laughs> yeah, we're going on an hour. So we open up the show. Bloodline shows up. And the SUV looking like money. Because they're the ones. They go backstage. Then we get Pat McAfee doing a Madden NFL-like pay-by-play of him kicking Barry Corbin in the balls. <laughs> And he's literally doing slow motion, replaying, circling the ref. See, this is what the ref goes on. He did a play-by-play of him kicking. The disrespect. Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's letting Bear Corbin have it. They obviously have a rematch coming. There's some serious heat if this is still, like, a thing. Yeah, they, they, they definitely have a rematch coming up. Um... Here's some more money, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. But uh <laughs> let me stop. But um Ricochet looks at you know, cause him cry cause him crying, Corbin. In the back, talking about I'll meet you out in the ring, have an issue, cause they got some words. Uh they go to commercial break. Ricochet does what he does best. Barry Corbin tries to stay focused, but he's too busy. Looking at Baron Corbin and obsessed with the fact that Baron Corbin whooped that ass. That's something. So, <laughs> he ends up losing Pop the match to Ricochet. Loses to Ricochet. Uh, still getting the, um, back, back, what was it, uh, Pat McAfee, or whatever, thanks to it. Pat McAfee stands on the doggone commentary table, throws Ricochet a football. Ricochet throws it back, tells him to kick it into the crowd. Pat McAfee persists to sign the football and kick it into the crowd, which I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Man, definitely got some uh, got some memorabilia for the night. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, well, it was pretty cool. They're allowing Pat to be himself. Even coming into the next segment when uh, Shinsuke Nakamura came out for himself, Japanese Michael Jackson. Came out, coming his match. Bear Corbin dancing on the steps, uh, dancing on the dog on commentary table. Acting like he's stumping Michael Cole. Michael Cole tried his best not to laugh. <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. Um, he comes out to his match. He goes against Ludwig Kaiser. And if he beats Ludwig Kaiser, he gets a match against, uh, Humphrey at Clash of the Castle for the Intercontinental Championship. We know what happened. We know what happened. This guy won. So we get the King of Strong Style against somebody who likes to shop the fuck out of people. At Clash of Castle. They about to beat the holy shit out of each other. So you got your money on? Oh, you're going to definitely get your... You know what? I'm going to leave this one open. 
Because either one nah, of them, nah, nah, nah. no, either one of them can win the match. This could go either way. It could go either way. They're gonna hurt each other. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. If they don't, I'll be upset. You're gonna see bruises. You're gonna see red marks. Somebody might need staples. They're gonna beat the holy shit out of each other. I'm it not gonna, gonna say be... it's gonna go that bad, boy. This happened before. With Shinsuke. Yeah, more times than I'd like to admit. As stiff as Gunther. That's why they call it strong style. You're stiff. You're snug. Yeah. And they both represent yeah. that style of wrestling. They're gonna beat the shit out of each other. We're gonna see who's the toughest out of the two. But I don't even want a prediction for the match. I just want to see what happens. Like that's where I'm at on this. I want to see who who who's going to be able to go the distance. <laughs> uh, Shinsuke, hundred percent. Oh, uh, I mean, nothing. I think Shinsuke has more cardio and stamina than Gunther. Remember, uh, after, well, at the time, Walter versus Eli Drakenon? Yes, I remember. How I'm brutal it was? I'm still going with Shinsuke. I'm, I'm not, I'm just... That's how I feel. So we had the I gauntlet. Know you hate Shinsuke, it's okay. Okay. No, I don't, I don't, no, no, I don't hate Shinsuke. I just kind of feel like when it comes to that strong style, when it comes to that stiff style, they're both on the same level. I just see, I, I just see Shinsuke fuck shit up. Like, Shinsuke is king. King of it. I don't, he also, rules over it all. I've yeah. also seen Water. Fuck shit up, so. <laughs> I don't know who's next. I don't know who it is. Um. Killer Icarus is calling me. I'll call him back. Uh. Then we have. What was that? We had the gauntlet match for the winner faces Liv Morgan for the snap. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's because hey, uh, hey, well, I'm in the middle Becky of Lynch is suspended. Okay, alright, I'll hit you back out properly. Er, not Becky Lynch. <laughs> Why the fuck did I say Becky Lynch? I meant to say Ronda. Well, we had, uh, well, Ronda suspended. That was just the way to get her off TV. She had an injury or something. But that was the way to get her off TV. Yeah, pro- probably her knee, truthfully. So the match started off with Sonya and Aaliyah. I forgot work there. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hey, Aaliyah's still there? Yeah, she's still there. Oh. Of course, Sonya oh. Deville put okay. her out. Sonya Deville put her out. And then... Um, Raquel Rodriguez comes out as the next opponent. Know what happened? Sonya got put out. <laughs> then Shotzi came out. This is a gauntlet match, by the way. I don't know if I said that. 
The Shotzi comes uh, out. Yeah, she did. And, uh, Carol Rodriguez eliminates Shotzi. The Zion Lee comes out. And, uh, Zion Lee is eliminated. Which, uh, I don't know what the, I don't even know what they're gonna do. She's there, but she's not there. I'm surprised they're even working her at all. Right. And then Natalia hits the room. And they said Look, nothing against Nat or anything, but they really need to figure something to do with her. Tyler comes out, chop blocks, uh, uh, Carol Rodriguez after she eliminates Zia Lee. Tyler tried her best to get one up, and then Tyler's eliminated. And then we finally get the push that I've been waiting for since she came to the main roster. Push that should have never been stopped. Dana Baszler comes out, takes out. Raquel Rodriguez, and she is now your number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Champion. Cassidy. The base is in the, the house. Um, I'm kind of scared for living this point. You're scared for Liv? This is Shayna Baszler I'm talking <laughs> The Queen of Spades. Queen of Spades. Fountain Central. Hotting them up, tapping them out. This is a monster. Night, night, motherfuckers. Right, like, this is a monster of a wrestler. Um, Liv survived against Ronda. Dana is like Ronda on steroids, okay? (laughs) Dana is Ronda without a conscience. Right, like, if the reason they call her the queen of spades is because she's the submission magician. She's been kicking ass, taking names since before NXT. She was in the UFC. She's one of the original four horsewomen of the UFC women's roster. Let's, let's bring everybody up to speed on that. She was a terror in stardom. She was a terror in NXT. She's a shark that's been hibernating and has finally woke up. So... Um, right now she also did just come back from having a baby. Shayna? Oh, not Shayna. I thought we were talking about Ronda. My bad. No, no, I was talking about Shayna. Oh, Shayna having babies? Um, I didn't think she put it that way. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that aside, like she, she is very legit. Shayna's very legit. And the scare, the reason I say I fear for Liv is because I, although she, we love her, held her on for so long, and she has something to prove, I'm scared that her going against Shayna is going to, her going against Ronda, eh, Ronda's really not up to par either. Her going against Shayna's, Shayna, somebody who's been there, somebody who's done that, Somebody who's been on that level of having chapter. I'm scared that it's going to expose them. Like my boot. 
But, you know, it's got to be done. Yeah. Crazier things have happened. That's all I can really say. Crazier things have happened. Do, 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 do I hope she succeeds? Very much so. Very much so. I mean... Do I know better, though? I know better. We all know better. Um, <laughs> we all know better. That's, uh... Even even after a while, you know, even Sasha had to step away from now if I, when I was a little girl. It's gonna be a real test for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so... Then we had the Viking Raiders versus Tommy Gibson and Jim Murky. Obviously local town. Um, I'm sorry, the name just still makes me laugh. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, this is obviously local town. Uh... That's what was. Um. Then we had you know, the Viking Raiders beat the local talent. Kofi runs out with the candle stick because he's so low tonight. His brother Xavier Woods sitting at home after that pitchers attacked him last week. Um. But then Kofi gets a match against Eric. And. Kofi wins, but not after taking the beating of a lifetime. Because <laughs> Eric was, I want to talk about viciousness. They came back yeah, from commercial that... to a big ass slap. <laughs> yeah, that... But of course, that Kofi shot. wins. Right. But of course, Kofi wins with the most devastating move in sports entertainment. The surprise roll up. <laughs> he gets the headline. Hey, Right, right, right. Um, Then we get the end segment. New Roman Reigns is going to address some stuff. Roman Reigns said, you know, I respect Brock Lesnar, but I hate Brock Lesnar. Because Brock Lesnar took out Wise Man. Wise Man sitting at home recovering. I want to give a good prayer for the Wise Man. Everybody start cheering. Out comes Drew McIntyre. He's on his way to the ring. And then he says, do you want to see Drew McIntyre with the bloodline's ass? Damn there, give me a hell yeah. And he said, I forgot the verbiage. But he's on his way to the ring. And out of nowhere, we hear that good old music that we haven't heard for months. The, the screen go black and white. You see Scarlet standing there. And the raven going down to the Then we like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? I think it is? Out of nowhere, Killer Cross returns to the WWE. Beats the holy shit out of Drew McIntyre. And I'm like, I'm dreaming, right? No bond this gear. He has his hair. He's just beating the shit out of Drew McIntyre. Takes out Drew McIntyre. And Scarlet sits the hourglass on the Roman Reigns. And starts to fall. Off the air. That's only he can. Badass as hell. Back it on. 
I did not see that coming. Nobody saw that coming. This had the event on Saturday, a last match. He was a MLW. He was a MLW superstar. That was his home. That's where he chose to be at, at for the time. Back in WWE, like I'm, I'm happy to see it. He should have never got released in the first place because it wasn't his fault. Other gatekeeping Vince McMahon shit that we complain about all the time. Vince ruined him because he didn't. Because of the CM Punk effect, we already talked about that. No one's allowed to Wait. get to. Actually, now I want to talk about this. But the CM no, Punk effect? Oh, yeah, because you wasn't here for yeah. that conversation. No, no, no. No, 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 I was not. Boy, we've talked about it many times. I already know the CM Punk effect, though, because we have talked about this before. Right, right. But now that Vince is gone, how does that alter everything? It alters everything. Exactly. Because Vince McMahon. What's the reason for the punk effect? Because Vince was so scared of someone becoming bigger than the WWE and doing exactly what Punk did. Say, hey, I'm tired of this shit. I'll make some changes. I'm going on. Like I told my coworkers today, we had our uh, union meeting today while I was at work. Everybody was I didn't know. Hey, it's your fault if you don't got the information. And if you're not not showing up to meetings, I'll fix this one or two ways. Right? Are you going to show up to the meeting? So, what's top of this shit? CM Punk put this man in that position. Either you're going to make some changes and quit calling these old guys who haven't been here for like 10, 11 years to trust your new talent, or I'm leaving and I'm taking my entire fan base with me, which he did, which crippled the company. Let's just call it what it is. That crippled the company for a while. Yeah, it, it, it's never really been the same since the end Right. So, all of that being said, like, Karen Cross coming back, Dota Kai coming back, EL Sky deciding to stay. Um, at this point, it's like, who's next? Uh, actually, I was, I was going to say, um, that's on how long until Bray Wyatt comes back? We can do a we can do a we can do a William Watunder watch. Yeah, we'll do a Bray Wyatt watch. I don't mind doing a uh, doing a, a weekly Bray Wyatt report. But well, this week's report, right? Still ain't here yet. Not here yet. You know. <laughs> but the it, it's like it's like the old EW adage back in the day. All you got to do is show up. And people are showing up. And, and it just leaves, it makes, first of all, it's a hook. Let's start there. It's a hook. Oh, the car and came back at SummerSlam. It hooked me Monday, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that hooked me up. hell, even my partner at work today, who complained about wrestling, asked me about SummerSlam. So, you got really? a hook. Yeah, oh, she was like, who won between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns? If she knows what's going on. And she hates watching it with her husband. But when she starts asking questions, yeah, you got a hook right there. Dakota, or Neil Sky is having her first match in the main roster. That's a hook right there. Karrion Cross showing up at the end of SmackDown. Hell, now I want to wait till next Friday. See what the hell's gonna happen next. Yet alone next Monday. 
it's creating that it, that mystery we had. Even though the attitude there isn't that, it's creating that 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 hook that they had back. Who's going to show up with? What's going to happen? Who's coming back? They're doing something with the tag team championships. What Monday? The women's tag team championships. Uh, they announced yeah. it tonight. They're doing something with the women's tag team champions. Who's going to show up for that? Like, is Nia coming back? Is Nia not coming back? Are they going to try to get Tony Storm back? Are the Iconics coming back? Look, Tony Storm's not coming back. Iconics, more than likely not. Nia Jax, please no. I think if, if they make the right calls, the Iconics could come back. Even though they're retired, there's a very good possibility they could come back. If they could get Killer Cross back, who was completely done with the company. Yeah, yeah, you got a point there. Like, Killer Cross was on, yo, I mean, I had fun while it lasted, but just didn't want to go anywhere in my character. They put him in a fucking gift suit. They put him on national TV. I wouldn't want to come back either. But if yeah. they could get him back? Yeah, I can't I can't argue with that. And I <laughs> Hell, are we going to get the Undisputed Era back? <laughs> are they next? <laughs> I mean I mean after what happened with them and the Young Bucks. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, the young bucks did kind of screw them, and they super kicked the crap out of them. Yeah, so it's like, are we going to get that Undisputed Era back? Roderick Strong has been fucking up with Diamond Mine. That might be his way out to the main roster to get the boys back together. You know, like. Who else has been released? Plausible. It is plausible. Who else has been released? Are we going to get Swerve? No, we ain't getting we ain't getting Shane Strickland back. Fuck that up. We definitely ain't getting Shane Strickland back. Uh, <laughs> they messed up with that man. Or right, but you know what? Hey, we might. Not now, not no time soon. But we could get Shane Strickland and Keith Lee back later. Are we going to? Are the Arthur's of Pain coming back? Mm-hmm. Like, are we? Are we? I got so many questions. What about Johnny Gargano? No, you know what? Those ones I hate to say, but I'm I'm doubting that one. What about Johnny Gargano? Is Johnny Gargano coming back? Are we gonna get Johnny wrestling back? Is he gonna be on the main roster? Johnny, 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 Johnny. I, I mean, this is I don't know, man. It's so many questions and. I know we gotta wait and see. I'm like on the edge of my seat for instance of like what is Hunter gonna do now? Well tune in next week to find out. <laughs> uh, but other than that, man, uh a lot of stuff has been on the post side. Yeah, but not like
Uh, Tony made himself look weird. We're talking about how nothing can ever measure up to Game Pass or or nothing can measure up to the development of Call of Duty. Um, I kind of feel like Sony kind of just fucked themselves because, first of all, the conversion rate on consoles, as far as Sony says, people are leaving PlayStation. Just like I said years ago, when they were talking about the structure of the PS5, them going with a smaller SSD. Transfer weight is slow as hell. This is what I've gotten from a Sony fan. Transfer weight, the data transfer between the PS5 and the SSD. Loading times are abysmal. Updates are abysmal. So you're losing fan base based on that. You're losing fan base based on your uh, price model for your pay. Only way I can see Sony saving themselves is if they scrap the price tier pass and just have one flat rate just upload the entire PS1, PS2 library and that'll win them over on that front. Free business tips, send me my check. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, yeah, Sony's shooting themselves in the foot. I don't even know how much else, how, any other way I could put it. And then pretty much sent, have no trust in Bungie, which is one of your acquired students. Hey, dumb it. Your thoughts on it? Someone called the doctor because they shot their big toe off. Um, yeah, no, that that's that's about all there is to say about it. You just you cannot think that you can piggyback everything off of Call of Duty. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a great idea and everything, but uh, it's not viable anymore. Call of Duty shot themselves in the foot as well. Hell yeah. Um, for those who don't know, in other tech news, HBO Max is merging with Discovery Plus. Shout out to my girl for that one. She brought that to my team. Hey, there <laughs> we go. Max um, I think that's pretty good for HBO Max. Um, hopefully they come out with another team. But, uh, yeah, HBO Max merged it with Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus, you got some good content on there. If you're in. I will say that. HBO Max, of course, has Ring of Honor, and they have a pretty decent library. So, we're in the future of digital content, guys. It's just I, easier and conveniency. I'm going to do a pickup video because I don't pick up a lot of shit in the past. <laughs> so I'm going to do a monthly pickup. Uh I'm gonna figure out probably film it. I gotta get some gameplay I can record some gameplay. But uh yeah, that video was coming. It's a butthead is back. And it's on uh Paramount and Comedy Central. The Beavis and Butthead movie was their excuse to bring us to the future. 
They have a couple <laughs> clips from the. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. They got a couple clips on YouTube I find extremely fucking. Um, I watched a clip the other day where Beavis and Butthead were arguing because Butthead was making fun of the fact that Beavis was in the BTS and he knew that. It, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Like. It's absolutely fun. Can't remember it not, but I think I actually saw that on Netflix. Eminem released a new album. Uh, bro, you're like two weeks late. Yeah, it's breaking news to me. Eminem released a new album, Curtain Call 2. Uh, the music yeah. reviews will be back. I'm about to check it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's about it. I'm just scrolling down my, my feed right here. Multiverses. You don't know about multiverses? Missing out. Don't play it. It's pretty fun. I won't deny that. Um, movie I watched recently. Uh, I watched The Black Phone. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm, not sure if I've actually heard of it. Uh, well, about the boy who gets kidnapped and there's a black phone and the people that the guys killed before are trying to help him escape. Oh, so it's a bunch of ghosts helping a kid escape. But it's done in such a clever way. Like, it's a movie that's unsettling, but in a good way. Like, you you think you know what it is until you actually see it. Because first of all, Ethan Hawke is playing the bad guy in this movie. The first film. No, it's not. Yeah. No, you might want to go back and watch some of his movies. I could have sworn Ethan Hawke played. No, this is the first time he's played like a... No, this dude was sinister. Like uh, not a bad. He's played a couple of sinister roles. No, no, not. Oh, well, hey, I might be off, but I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like the Hulk has created a new horror icon. Like, is is he did that good of a performance? It was barely on screen. Uh, <laughs> it's that crazy. I think the grabber might be something. Cause it's, I mean, I guess it's because the movie was just that. Because it was just so in your face as far as kidnapping a child. Uh, so I'm probably uh, look. I'll tell y'all this now. When it comes to my movies and my taste and genre, I'm a horror fanatic. I'd probably take a nap watching this movie. I thought that too until I watched it. I was just no, no, no. Like, like it's just it won't be suspenseful or scary to me. I feel like like yeah, it's gonna be a good movie. I'm gonna watch it, but I could probably like. Take but a nap. it's it's more of a thriller. I'll put it that. Way. It's not it's not meant to be scary. It's just. The way the movie is filmed, and I think the director for that one, is filmed in a way where your mind is what, if that makes sense. Never see him I, kill I, anybody. Never see him I, do anything. It's the thought of what he did that, like, fucks you. Come on, man. As a child, I took a nap to the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I, feel like. I took naps to that. I grew up on like Nosferatu, Creature of the Black. I grew up on horror stuff, so it's never really been scary. And it's sad because like I predominantly enjoy watching horror movies. Microsoft is currently testing the Game Pass family plan in Ireland and Colombia. 
Hopefully that works out because I'm tired of paying for separate. Yo, the family plan, right, babe? Family plan. Hmm. Interesting. Other than that, I don't have any more news. That girl got canceled by me. Yes. Yes, it did. Uh, after they spent $10 million on it. Oh, yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, somebody done goofed and somebody's going to get the chopping block. Other than that, uh, we had a minute and 30, so we'll call it here. Yeah, Boys that my TV. Oh, there's nothing else that really happened. <laughs> um, Saturdays at 2 p.m. now for the gaming stream. I because I kind of feel like Saturday's a better turnout Sunday, and it's been proven through my number. Gave you guys 30 days of Sundays. Um, one bonus stream I did on Saturday. The new mainstay is Saturdays at 2 on Twitch and YouTube. Because whoever the dick was that showed up in my Twitch stream last Sunday and potted me followers without my permission, not that I wanted potted followers anyway, changed my parameters for affiliate. I mean, the money, the, yeah, the money wasn't important. I enjoyed doing this for you guys, but by have compensation for my time, I could use that to make it better for you guys when I break. But other than that, you know, hey, the 8-bit shop is open. I'm just waiting for them to finish my tax stuff so that I can, you know, pay the government. <laughs> <laughs> so but we got some things coming it's going to be a slow grind I appreciate everybody who's been there with us from the beginning and everybody who's showing up to support us now spread the word that's the best way to help us out guys Saturday is at 2pm we'll continue to drop afterthought bonus episodes after every pay-per-view don't forget to like and subscribe and share us around. Thumbs up. Gotta get us further up that algorithm. This your boy Sal. You have a blessed night, y'all. <laughs> Tell it. Let me stop. I, I can't do the lesson. I can't do the lesson. <laughs> hey, Chris. Uh, Howdy, kids. I got some popsicles in my basement. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) we out, y'all. Everybody have a safe, glorious rest of your summer. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Remember to push a little bit harder, Craig.